is Jeannie Cisco Meth, and I am so grateful you are here once again listening to what I have to say, my thoughts, my feelings, um, things that happened to me. Speaking of things that happened to me, I had a major breakthrough yesterday. I was talking with my mother-in-law, and we were talking about different things, and all of a sudden, I realized where a belief had to come from. And this belief has been with me my entire life. I'm 47 years old, and it has held me back, and it has caused me problems. You see, we have beliefs that are like minimized computer programs, right? You know when you're working on your computer and you're you're done with a program, but you're not sure you're totally done, you go up and you click the little dash and it minimizes it down. That computer program is still running. It's still taking up space. It's still doing what it was written to do. The same is true with beliefs that you hold dear or beliefs that are so ingrained that you don't even know they're there. Guess what? They are still running you. They are still having an impact on you. That program for me comes from from my father, who I love very much, but I realized that my that I believed that you could not be pretty and smart at the same time. You see, my whole life I have had a problem with cheerleaders. And if you're a cheerleader listening to this, I need to apologize to you. And I will be sending out letters of apology to friends of mine, actually I gotta say acquaintances of mine, that were cheerleaders or um, you know, beautiful women that that are in business or show business and I realized yesterday when my mother and I were talking that I had the belief that you couldn't be beautiful and smart at the same time that there there was a problem there and I've always had difficulty with cheerleaders and I realized yesterday the reason was is because I thought they used their face and their body to get what they wanted. I didn't look at it as that was their sport and that's what they loved doing. I looked at it as they were using their their beauty to manipulate people. What a horrible thing to think. What a horrible thing to believe about so many people in this country. Now I go back to my high school years and I always thought that I didn't like cheerleaders because I played basketball and they never came to our game. Never came to our game. They never came and cheered us on. You know, never once did they shake their pom-poms at my basketball games. And our parents were always there. You know, our boyfriends would usually come when they could. But it was definitely parents that were in the stands and my basketball team did very very well and we were getting ready to go to state and the boys basketball team had not done very well this year or that year that I'm speaking about and we were getting you know we were planning how we would go to state what we would do how much money we needed all of those things that are entailed when a basketball team 
goes to state. And for us, our state competitions were in Spokane, Washington, which is about a five to six hour drive from where I lived in Morton. And so we knew it would take an expanse. You know, we'd have the hotel room. We'd have the drive. We were a very small high school. My graduating class was 25 people. And Morton High School has continued to decline in numbers. I feel so grateful. I'm, I'm going back there the end of October to speak. And I'm so excited to be, be going home and getting paid for it. But I digress. Let's go back to the state basketball trip. We're getting ready to, you know, we're planning our trip for state. And the cheerleaders come to us and say, we want to go with you. And the basketball team was was like, yeah, that would be awesome to have cheerleaders there. It would be so cool. And me and my way (laughs) stood up and said, no, they're not coming I said, if they want to pay for their own way to get there, that's great. But we are not footing the bill for them when they have never been to any of our competitions. I said, period. If they want to come as spectators, great. But they'll just be a distraction because we've never had them there. And so I said, if we're taking anyone, we're going to take our parents, the people who have been there at every single game. We're going to pay for them to go because they've been there. They've cheered us on. They've supported us. They've paid so much money, you know. And now, as a parent, I realize even all the other things that they did to make sure we were able to play and we, you know, we were able to pursue our dream at that level. And so, so I always thought I didn't like cheerleaders because of that incident. But the other day I realized that I didn't like cheerleaders because I thought they were manipulative and I thought that they were using using, you know, their their looks to get what they wanted because I saw many of them do that and you know what maybe some of them them do but you know what anybody can use their body to get what they want I prefer using my brain that's what I use is my brain to get what I want to work to you know do what needs to be done to figure things out to problem solve and guess what so do pretty girls And it was such a revelation for me to realize how that yuckberry had been controlling me. And you wait, what's a yuckberry? Let me explain. The term yuckberry comes from Blair Singer, a rich dad advisor and mentor of mine. And he explained to me that a yuckberry is a thought or an incident or something that happens that is icky or you don't like. And what happens is is it sits inside our psyche and we build shells around it, emotional shells. And they're there and they are present and they affect us. And when we burst a yuckberry, we move through emotion and are able to get on the other side. Now, it obviously wasn't a huge yuckberry for me because there wasn't a lot of, mo- of, of bad or, or emotion moving through me. But there was a freeing of the mind, so to speak, to go from, wow, beautiful women 
can be smart and successful. That was big for me. And so I want to tell all of you women listening today, you are beautiful, you are smart, and there is no reason why you cannot be successful. Use your brain to get what you want. That's what life is all about. And as my my mother-in-law and I were talking, she had made the comment, you know, about about something that my dad believed. And that is what triggered the whole process for me, realizing that I had believed the same thing. You see, my mother-in-law is a very beautiful woman, and she is also very, very successful in business. And my dad made kind of a derogatory remark to her. And I realized, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, I believe the same thing. And so what I want you to do this week, this month, whatever, is I want you to get around people that challenge your beliefs, that that make you look at what you believe and why you believe it, so that you you can look at those things and see how they're hurting you, see how they're holding your back. Now, I'm not sure exactly how this belief has held me back, but I know that it has. I know it has has held me back from accepting myself, from, from, you know, saying, hey, you know what, this is me and I'm okay with me. And you know what? I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful in the eyes of God. I'm beautiful in the eyes of my husband, you know, and it has held me back from saying that because I've been so afraid to be beautiful because I had a negative connotation, I had a negative belief wrapped up around beautiful women. And so I have to apologize yet again to you beautiful women out there. And you know what? You're all beautiful. You're all beautiful in your way. So give yourself a big hug. Tell yourself, I am beautiful. Sit in that. Accept that for a while. And then go be successful. Use your brains to get you where you need to be. And if it's a beautiful position, you know, if you want to be a model, you want to be an actress, you want to be a cheerleader, by all means, go for it. Don't let other people's beliefs hold you back. And I want to apologize for my belief and the way I've treated any of you. And if you're listening to this and you feel like you fall into that category, whether you're beautiful and I've said something to you and you're listening to this, I've been mean in any way, will you please reach out to me and and tell me thank you for apologizing so that I can tell you personally how sorry I am for any of my actions or, or things that I have done in my in the past to offend or hurt you in any way. If you're if you need need someone to talk to, please I'm here. Um, again, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Google Plus, I'm on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, and of course you can reach me by phone, 801-735-5746. If I don't answer it, I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Just leave me a message as to the best time to call. Let me know how you have been affected either because you're beautiful or because you don't think you're beautiful, but yet you see beautiful people getting what they want. I want you to realize right now that you are beautiful. 
You are beautiful and you are loved. You are valuable. You are important. You are needed in this time and space. And I want you to accept your beauty for what it is. I want you to accept who and what package you showed up in. Because God created you for a reason. God needs you to be just the way you are. Because if we all came in the exact same package, how boring would that be, right? It doesn't matter how beautiful you are. If everybody looked just like you, that would be boring, would it not? And so by giving us different sizes and shapes and eye color and hair and, you know, I don't know how many women I've talked to that say, oh, I wish I had straight hair like you. Well, I'm standing there thinking, wow, I wish I had curly hair. Why do we always want what we don't have physically? Now, I know that there are women out there that don't feel this way, that have that powerful personal value and accept themselves for who and what they are. That's what I want to aspire to over the next few months. I want to be comfortable in my body. I want to accept who I am, and love my package that I showed up in. I love problem solving, and I've always accepted the fact that I've become a pretty good problem solver. I'm a pretty good action taker. You know, if I know what needs to be done, I go get it done. And after the last three years of starting and running a business, I'm pretty good at solving and finding out what needs to be done as well. And this this time... I want to be okay with who I am. I am beautiful. Again, in the eyes of God, my husband, my family, friends, they look at me and they see a nice, caring person. That's what is important to me. It's also important to me now to accept me, my package, my my physical being, because this is how God created me. This is how my DNA wrote me. And I need to be okay with that. And I challenge you to be okay with you. Whether you're male or female. Be okay with who you are. Stop listening to society. And that they tell you you need to look a certain way. You need to behave a certain way. You need to be who you were created to be. Whether you're male or female. I just wanted to explain that to you. And I also wanted to share something with you. My quote today with my daily cup of joe comes from Steve Jobs. And what he says is, be a yardstick of quality. Some people aren't used to an environment where excellence is expected right? It doesn't matter who you are or what you do. Be excellent at exactly what you do. Be the best you can possibly be. You know, clean, take a shower, be clean, and accept who you are. Most people who have a low self-esteem use their physical appearance as a reason for their low self-esteem in the process of making themselves look unacceptable 
because it's easier to blame your looks on being unacceptable than blaming your attitude. Have you ever met someone who you were like, whoa, that person is so different than everyone else? And then as you get to know them, you realize, wow, that's an incredible person. Or you've met someone who you just thought had it all going on. They were beautiful or handsome. You just thought they had everything. Then as you got to know them, they really weren't that pretty. You see, your looks attract someone, and your attitude and your personality keep them. Everybody likes clean people. Okay, let me rephrase that. I like clean people, and I know that a lot of people like clean people. And so if you've been not showering or not taking care of yourself because you didn't value yourself, the easiest place to start with valuing yourself is taking a shower every day. And while you're in the shower, talk about how you value yourself. Be proud of who you are. Stand up straight. Speak with authority. Be proud of who you are right now, this instant. I like to lift weights. It always helps me feel stronger mentally as well as physically. I also enjoy walking on the treadmill and reading a good book. I have not been doing that lately. I'm getting back into it, and I realized I hadn't been doing it because I had lost some of my value. I had allowed my physical appearance to devalue me to a degree. Because since I've started working behind a desk, I don't work out as much as I used to. I used to work out every day, well, five days a week as a PE teacher and coach and as a professional speaker. A lot of my work is in the office. And so I have just kind of put it off. No more. I need to value my looks just as much as I value my brain. It's the whole package. And the more active I am, the more strong, uh, that's not the right word, the more active I am, the stronger I am physically and mentally. And so I challenge you today to find where you need to improve. And let's start this journey together of self-improvement, of self-love, of self-embetterment. How's that? I want to thank you once again for joining me. I want to thank you for letting me share my paradigm shift with you yesterday. My earth-shattering um, uh, awareness, whatever it was. And, and I know I know you may be thinking, well, Jeannie, everybody knows this. Well, I didn't. I didn't. And I am so grateful for my mother-in-law for helping me go through this and realize it and process it with me because it was very rewarding. So Terry, if you're listening out there, thank you so much for listening. And she also hyphenates her name, but hers is Meth Cisco. Terry Meth Cisco because she was a meth before she was a Cisco. So thank you so much everyone for listening and for being tuned in. Please let me know how this has impacted you. Let me know how you're doing with your involvement in bettering yourself physically as well as mentally. Thanks for everything you do, for helping others and for showing up in the best possible way you can. Please have a fabulous day and bye for now.